Because of the intense public backlash to the removal of the CEO of Australia Post, Christine Holgate, the Senate has scheduled an official investigation into the matter. This is a historic breakthrough which opens the door to restore Christine Holgate to her position and flip the agenda so that an Australia Post bank can become a reality. Evidence compiled by the Citizens Party now makes clear the true agenda behind ousting Christine Holgate. The Morrison government wants to privatise Australia Post and give a big fat prize to the privatising mafia. And Christine Holgate got in the way. How big a prize is Australia Post? Well, they had $7 billion in annual revenue as of 2019. It's part of a larger agenda. For example, the Boston Consulting Group, which the Morrison government hired in 2019 to write a report effectively preparing Australia Post for privatisation, wrote an article in October of 2018 entitled The $75 Trillion Opportunity in Public Assets. $75 trillion? Let's read a couple of sentences of the article. Central governments worldwide control roughly $75 trillion in assets, according to conservative estimates, a staggering sum equal to the combined GDP of all countries. But governments struggle to properly manage and monetize those assets due to a variety of factors, including a lack of internal expertise, the difficulty of accurately valuing some assets, and the tendency of government to take a short-term view tied to election cycles. Government leaders must take aggressive action to harness the value of the public assets under their control. Of course, Boston Consulting will be only too happy to help governments take that aggressive action. A handful of global consulting firms and banks have an agenda to grab government assets around the world for the benefit of a tiny handful of obscenely wealthy financiers. Public services are to be looted and plundered, while access to those services is savagely cut back to maximise profitability. Here's the evidence we uncovered that privatisation is the plan for Australia Post. In October of 2019, the Morrison government hired the Boston Consulting Group to write a report to advise the incoming chairman of Australia Post, Lucio Di Bartolomeo. Watch Labor Senator Nita Green ask Di Bartolomeo during Senate estimates on 9 November 2020 about the report. In November 2019, the Morrison government engaged the Boston Consulting Group uh, for $1.3 million to undertake a review uh, into Australia Post. Um, Chair, could you confirm the report which was initiated and prepared before COVID uh, actually recommended permanently cutting mail services and closing some post offices? Uh, Senator, we haven't seen the report. Mr Di Bartolomeo did not tell the truth. He misled the Senate. Here's the proof. A few months earlier, Senator Green had asked Christine Holgate if she had seen the report. And to, to be very clear, Ms Holgate, have you seen, have, has Australia Post received a final copy of the report? I would have to take on notice whether Australia Post has, but Senator, I have seen several versions of it. A few minutes later in that hearing, Australia Post General Counsel Nick MacDonald confirmed... Uh, we did receive a, a draft, uh, or what's labelled a final draft, uh, dated the 21st of February. Why did Lucio Di Bartolomeo mislead the Senate? 
He's trying to keep the privatisation report secret from the public. Apparently, the Morrison government is afraid if people knew the real agenda was to privatise Australia Post and cut services, there would be a firestorm of opposition, which is exactly what is now happening. Privatisation has been a long-term goal. Consider the case of Ahmed Faor, who went to work for the Boston Consulting Group in 1993. Then he was the CEO of NAB Australia. After that, he became the CEO of Australia Post. The Citizens Party has previously reported on Faor's wretched performance as head of Australia Post. Under him, Australia Post had its first financial loss in 30 years. Faor then sold off assets, including the historic Sydney Post Office. He left with an $8.7 million bonus. Meanwhile, the licensed post offices were going bankrupt. In 2014, he hired his old firm, BCG, to prepare a report on Australia Post. A review of the Boston Consulting Report by the Australia Institute noted, the key themes in the Boston Consulting Group report are clearly designed to deliver the ultimate goal of outsourcing and privatising the mail delivery business in Australia. In order to justify privatisation, Australia Post was supposed to show huge losses to be used as the excuse to downsize and cut back its services, reducing or even removing its obligation to provide services undermines the argument for keeping it in public hands and gives an appearance of legitimacy on the need for privatisation. And downsizing helps to leverage a lower purchase price for investors. Angela Cramp, the executive director of the licensed post offices group, which represents at least a third of all LPOs, told the Citizens Party... We were expected, the, the previous CEO predicted that Australia Post would be $300 million in the red by now. Before he left in 2017, Faor conducted an asset stripping operation and sold off $497 million worth of prime real estate holdings belonging to Australia Post. In contrast, Christine Holgate restored Australia Post to profitability, thereby fouling up the plans to privatise. Here's the icing on the cake. Where did Mr Faor go after leaving Australia Post? Why? Back to Boston Consulting Group, of course. Our sources tell us that one of the authors of the Boston Consulting Group article you see on the screen, in which they salivate about privatising $75 trillion in government assets worldwide, is also one of the authors of the secret BCG review of Australia Post that the Morrison government is now hiding from Parliament. This outrageous scandal, combined with the Senate inquiry we have achieved, is the unique and time-sensitive opportunity to turn the tables on the privatising mafia. Together, we can not only defeat the privatisation asset grab and save our postal service, we can also create an Australia Post bank that will be a self-sustaining institution and benefit all Australians. Please help us take advantage of this historic opening and click the link to sign our petition to create an Australia Post bank.